0: Okay I'm back Stephen Key here and today I want to talk a little bit about a story about rejection and how sometimes you just have to keep on pushing forward and this quote I'm gonna say this quote that someone gave me and I'm gonna talk about when when that happened the quote was Mr. Key we're not gonna pay one penny for your idea holy jeez when I heard that quote I was in the technical center in Procter & Gamble, and someone said that to me once, I made my pitch of my rotating label, but I'm jumping ahead. I want to start at the beginning a little bit. I was coming up with a lot of ideas, a lot of novelty gift ideas. I came up with the Michael Jordan Wall ball, but one day, when I was reading the paper in Modesto, California, it was the Modesto Bee, and they talked about how This one article talked about how there was never enough space on a label. James, please put the article up there so everybody can see it. It was written by Al Gore, and I was inspired. In fact, I was excited, I was pumped up. I I went down to to Walmart, I grabbed a container, I went to Kinko's, I ripped off that label, and and I made this rotating label. Uh, that provided more information. That was the big problem. Labels don't have enough information, and my rotating label provided 75% more space for that additional information. And I was really excited about it. And sure enough, um, I made all these prototypes, and I started to pitch them to companies, big companies in the United States. And I pitched them to over 100 companies. James, please put that awful picture up on the screen. That's my dining room table. That's over 15 feet long. And those are all 100 rejection letters. Um, I didn't give up. I was still pretty excited about it, although I was getting rejected right and left by everybody. Sure enough, I got a call um, from this, uh, from the office of Dirk Yeager. Dirk Yeager was the president and CEO of Procter & Gamble and his office called. They had seen a sample, a friend of mine showed the president CEO a Procter & Gabble a sample on a golf they were playing they were golfing he pulled it out showed on the rotating label and he said hey I want to see the guy that created this in Cincinnati so sure enough I get the call I'm excited you got to be kidding me finally someone called me so I told my wife Janice I said look let's go to Cincinnati and let me help me pitch this. She was at the time vice president of marketing for Gala Winery. I needed a marketing person there. I brought a manufacturing person there. And I went out to make my pitch because they wanted me out there in, in Cincinnati at the technical technical group at PG. And I'll never forget, I was walking across um, the gentleman that invited me took me out to lunch, Janice and I, before the meeting. And we had lunch in the cafeteria on campus and we were walking across the grass to get to the technical center and I remember it like it was yesterday because the sun was shining and it was and i felt like a million dollars i finally felt like i'd made the big time i made it and i thanked him for lunch and i you know and um he said to me steve don't forget one thing he said there's no such thing as a free lunch that's when i knew something wasn't going to go right and that's when janice looked over at me and was like i told you so this isn't going to go well so sure enough i get in there and I'm in there going to make a presentation. All the people from Procter & Gamble line up. There's technical people, marketing people, legal people. There's probably 15 to 20 people on their side and three of us on our side of the table. And I do my little, my little pitch of the, of the label. Janice talks a little bit about the marketing and the manufacturing. Guys, basically, you know, we can do it. And they didn't say anything. There wasn't one smile on anybody's face. They, they had set me up. Yes, Procter & Gavel had set me up. And the gentleman slid a piece of paper across the table to me. And I'm going to show you that, too, up there. And those were all prior art. Those are all prior patents that now I had to show my attorneys. And guess what? Um, I didn't know what was on those. But after he said, Mr. Key, that's when he said it. Mr. Key, we're not going to pay you one penny for your idea. And they all got up and they walked out the door. I mean, I flew all the way out there and did all this presentation, and they were just there to do that to me. And sure enough, I didn't really understand it. Um, I got home from the trip, and I sent that paper over to my, my attorneys, and they said, you know, Steve, I'm, I'm really sorry, but they found the prior art. They found two patents. In fact, I'll show you up on the screen with one of the patents that were exactly like my idea. And. Uh, Procter and Gamble was there to kind of embarrass me, and that's why they said we're not going to pay one penny. And they did—they did their homework, and they—they they thought they were really putting the screws to me, and they—they they basically did. In fact, looking over their agenda for that day, um, it had all this nice fluffy stuff, but that was not their intention. So, um, but they—they—they they, they did me a favor. At the time, maybe I didn't feel that way because my attorneys told me to forget it and. And there was these two prior arts that they weren't a little bit like my idea. They were exactly like my idea. So I didn't know what to do, but I I kept on reading um, the patents because I knew something was wrong. Um, Even though there was a patent on my idea, this idea, um, why did anybody do it? So what were the issues? P&G called because the, the president was interested, but there was patents, but it didn't make sense to me, so I read it, I read it, I read that patent application and I realized there was no method of manufacturing. So I figured it out, and I went ahead and figured out a way to manufacture it, and you know about a year and a half later I figured it out, and the product was selling at all the Walmarts. Here's a picture of myself and my daughter at Walmart, here's here's a commercial of people dancing at Walmart. Yes, love twist and learn. And here's a commercial of Alex Turbeck promoting it. It was in all the Walmarts. Sundown Herbals presents its remarkable twist and Learn label. It works like an herbal information center that helps you learn about herbs simply by turning the label. Sundown's new Twist and Learn label, where to turn for help. So I guess what I'm saying is um, the the moral to the story. Is there a moral to the story, Steve? Yes there is. If um, if people are telling you no, or rejecting you, or maybe they're just telling you that you, you cannot do it. Uh, maybe they're trying to hold you back, or maybe they just don't believe you can. And I know it's not easy. And But I'm here to tell you, you can do it. And that's why I'm so excited to share these experiences with you because I realized, yes, you can do this. And yes, it's gonna take a little bit of work. And yes, you're gonna get rejected. And yes, there's gonna be people that are gonna tell you, no, that doesn't matter. What you need to do is to believe in yourself and keep on watching these videos. I'm gonna keep on sharing these stories with you. This is Stephen Key. Thank you for letting me (laughs) go back in time and tell the story once again. I kind of chuckle now because here they thought they were uh, causing problems for me, but they really gave me the keys to the kingdom. And I cannot thank you enough, Proctor and Gamble. Mm -hmm.